<laughs> to redo those shows now because now we're <laughs> now we're doing them on yeah, Facebook. Okay. Also, Start at the beginning like, just so we get them all on Facebook. Let's go yeah. back. There you yeah, go. We'll just <laughs> the guest and, and start over. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Remember us? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. There yeah. we go. Uh, or if we decide to take a month off, we can just play for the archive once on Facebook and, and oh yeah, you know, do something like that. Well, sure. we won't do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll try to keep you informed and up to date and everything right now. So as much as we can. Uh, well, welcome to All About Wine. This is Thursday, August the 15th, 2019. If you're listening live or on Facebook, that's the date. If you want to get in touch with us, go through our Facebook page. So if you're right there. If you're listening to us on Facebook, you can post questions and stuff, and we can address that. Yep. And uh, so, uh, yeah, a bunch of, bunch of things were... Mike has been busy doing doing well, doing well. So, and you got a radio program tonight too after this at nine o'clock, don't you? Uh, no, that's on in the mornings on uh, Thursday. It's uh, seven a.m. to oh. nine a.m. Thursday morning, and then it replays again tomorrow uh, Friday evening at five p.m. So, oh. no, okay, we, okay. All yeah, we did is just... <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I saw something on Facebook where where you posted that you were going to be on. Oh wow! Well, okay, yeah, I, I really I thought that was odd, but it said something about being on at nine tonight, and I might have been one of the other guys. They're doing special shows tonight. Um, yeah, there's one there's one at uh, seven p.m. to nine, and then another one comes on at nine o'clock, and I I copied them to my uh, Facebook page, so. That Very, that, what's, yeah, that's probably what I saw. I saw Sky Blue Radio, and I glanced to it, and I thought it was you, and I didn't, <laughs> didn't uh, do it. But Mike is on special. Sky Blue Radio, so check him out on that also. Um, let's see. What do we get to? Oh, what are you going to eat this week? 15th. Today is National Lemon Rang Pie Day. So uh, grab that. Tomorrow, National Bratwurst Day. Now that's always good. You can pair some some nice wines with the with a good bratwurst. Put it on a bun, or you can slice it up, or whatever you want to do. Bratwurst on a bun, I like that. It's much better than a hot dog. Saturday, National Vanilla Custard Day. Also, it's National Honey Bee Day. Save the bees. Don't do anything to hurt the bees. They are important to us. They are our friends. You realize we got like. 50 or 60 different types of bees in this country. I didn't realize no that. I saw a chart. No, there's lots of different types of bees. But uh, uh, wow. honeybees, save the bees out there. But Saturday is National Honeybee Day. Sunday, National Ice Cream Pie Day. And Sunday is National Pinot Noir Day. So have yourself an ice cream pie and some Pinot Noir to go along with it since they're both the national days that day. Monday, National Potato Day. And it doesn't say how to prepare it, but it is National Potato Day. So you can have it baked or scalloped or au gratin or fries or whatever. But Monday, National Potato. I like a good baked potato. I'm I, not good for me, but I really enjoy a good baked potato. Tuesday, Cupcake Day. 
and National Bacon Lovers Day. <clears throat> so uh, something, uh, you know, you can pair just about any type of wine with bacon because bacon goes with everything. And Tuesday is also National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. Hmm. Never had a chocolate pecan pie. Wednesday, National Sweet Tea Day. I can't think of anything to go with that, any wine to go with that. The next Thursday, though, you get quite a few things coming on. National Spumoni Day, Wild Plant Milk Day, National Eat a Beach Day, and National Pecan Tort Day, all coming up next Thursday. So there's your, your food list for this week. Find yourself some nice wines to go with everything. And to remind you, National Bee, Honey Bee Day is Saturday, Save the Bees. And Sunday, National Pinot Noir there. Since this is all about wine, I will emphasize that again. And that's what's coming up this coming week. And also, we have some wineries out there that are doing stuff. Whispering Oaks. Whispering Oaks is always our friend. They are located in uh, uh, Florida. They're up just west of well, Gainesville, Orlando, that area there. They're located... Oxford. Yeah, Oxford. Oxford, yeah. Oxford, Florida. And they have... Let's see what they got coming up here. Uh, Rain, rain, go away. Come again some other day. Yeah, Mike and I were talking before the show here about how much rain we've been getting. Unbelievable. Saturday... Oh, Friday and Saturday is steak night. At Whisper Oaks, twenty-seven fifty per person. Reservations required. That does not include gratuity or tax. But they will have uh, available sixteen ounce ribeye or ten ounce beef fillet. Or if you're not into meats, they will also be serving a ten ounce wild caught Alaskan salmon, along with a baked potato. So have your National Potato Day a little bit early. Fresh green beans, ranch stall baked beans, salad barn, fresh baked bread. So give them a call, 352-748-0449 for your reservations. And uh, get yourself booked in. Nice place up there. Taste rooms open every day up there. They have live music coming up on the weekends throughout this month. On the 16th, uh, from 6 to 9, Richie Q will be there. 17th, Dale Stumble. And 17th, also Charles William Experience. And then on the 18th, Richie Q will be back. All of those 6 to 9 um, in the evening. And they have a wine pairing dinner that is scheduled. The chefs put together a six-course meal and they will have wines to complement all of those. That is on August the 29th, which is a Thursday night. So you can go up and check that out and then listen to us on archives as you're driving home. That's from 6 to 8 on the 29th. Again, details are, are details and reservations can be made uh, by going to winesofflorida.com www.winesofforder.com Labor Day not too far away Labor Day barbecue and wine sale uh, they're offering uh, a barbecue and a uh, 
baby back ribs and a blueberry barbecue and chicken, fresh corn, maple baked beans, veggies, and more, $16.95. And you buy a case and you get one half off. Uh, well, I'm sorry, no, it's half and full cases of wine. Buy one and get one free. So that's a good deal there, too. So that's what's coming up at Whispering Oaks over the next uh, well, three or four weeks here. Nice place. Again, if you need more information, winesofflorida.com, and they will uh, answer any, any questions or anything you have there. And let's see. I've got uh, Ennery River Winery. Ennery River Winery is in uh, South Carolina, I believe. Let me find this on here. Yes, South Carolina, Newberry, South Carolina. And uh, they are, what are they doing here? Uh, the week at the winery, half off glasses of wine, a dollar off bottles of wine. Uh, this every Thursday in August they're doing that. So you got what, three, three more Thursdays to do. They have a Newberry Harvest Festival coming up on October the 12th. And they need vendors if you're a vendor in your area of South Carolina. And, of course, wine tastings all the time and other things uh, going on there. If you need to get a hold of them, it is, uh, I just had the email address and I just lost it. Here it is, Henry River Vineyards. That's E-N-O-R-E-E, Henry River Vineyards with an S. Uh, so uh, check them out and give you something to do if you're in the South Carolina area. And let's see, I have another one. I thought, well, maybe I don't. I thought I had another one to share with you here. Yes, there it is Tassel Ridge. They're located in Iowa. Quite diverse places for you here. They're located in Leighton, I believe, Leighton, Iowa. And they're constantly having stuff. They have almost every day of the week the wine and wood fired oven pizza. They have a bistro lunch. They have a calzone day coming up. They have pasta a la carte. Taco Day, all sorts of stuff through August here. They, you can visit them just about any day and find something that will satisfy you and tweak your appetite along with the wines that they serve. they got a good variety of wines there. So, Castle Ridge Winery in Leighton, Iowa. If you need to get a hold of them, just contact info, I-N-F-O, info at Castle Ridge, T-A-S-S-E-L, Ridge, R-I-D-G-E, dot com, and they will uh, answer your questions. Let them know what's going on and all that. So uh, they also talk here about Herbie the Hawk. Uh, it's a uh, uh, a kite that is tethered try to keep the birds out of the vineyard and make a big article about that and all that in here. So, Castle Ridge Winery in Lighton, Iowa. 
So those are the wineries that I have that have sent me stuff. If you are a winery, if you know someone who is a winery and you would like for me to tell about your stuff, by all means, you know, email me and uh, we'll um, add you to our announcement list, if you will. Okay. Uh, what else? Okay, got that, got that, got that. Okay. Last week I wasn't on the program because oh, we didn't have a program because I took the week off to go to a wine tasting and it was at the local ABC Liquor and uh, ABC Liquor uh, Fine Wines and Spirits is what they're called. They they call themselves ABC Fine Wines and Spirits. Used to be like ABC Liquor. I worked for them years and years ago when I first moved down here to Florida. Uh, worked for, for about three years. And they have uh, all sorts of stuff, wine, spirits, all that. Excellent choice of names, I always thought, because so many different places in the country have alcoholic beverage control that handles all the wine and spirits. You have to buy it through the ABC stores. And so they, people from north come down here, and they say ABC, and they immediately click, oh, there I can get my goodies which I thought was an excellent choice of names for them. But they have wine tastings. They have wine tastings periodically. Haven't had one in a while. They closed a couple of stores here, but they just opened a brand new store not too far from us uh, in an area called Trinity. And they had a wine tasting last Thursday, which we were more than happy to book ourselves into and go to it. It was from 6 to 8, and we were there until probably about 8.15, 8.20 before we finally got out of there. We showed up beforehand about quarter till 6 because we have discovered that these tastings are busy, very, very busy. And so if you don't show up beforehand, you stand in line and you fight your way through crowds. But if you get there early, you can go around and hit some things and before it starts picking up, and that's exactly what we did. They used to give you a glass with the cost of getting in for the tasting. And we've got ourselves you know, a few nice glass glasses that has ABC printed on them. And they're just they're smaller glasses. There's a little 16-ounce size. They're not real big. But this time, we looked, and they had stimulus glasses. We go, oh, wow, that's cool, and some pretty big stimulus glasses. And when we got our stimulus glass, we realized it was plastic. Now, they did have the ABC printed on it, but it was plastic. And so I was both excited and disappointed in the fact that they went stimulus because the winery, we went stimulus a number of years ago. We were cutting edge on that. Now we're seeing stimulus pop up in all sorts of places. And so I was excited that they went stimulus, but again, disappointed that it was plastic. But we tasted a lot of different wines and went around. I'm going to share some of the tasting notes I have and some of the wines we tasted. Uh, I have one that we are uh, – actually, I'm, I'm drinking it tonight that we picked up there. This is from South Africa. It 
is called Excelsior, E-X-C-E-L-S-I-R, Excelsior, is produced and blended by the DeWet family, D-E-W-E-T-T family, DeWet family. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon 2017, the back label states. The DeWets of Excelsior have a proud winemaking tradition dating back to 1697. Wow. The calcareous soils of the Robertson area were once used to raise champion thoroughbred horses, but now those soils are used to produce fine wines. And uh, let's see, it goes on to say, crammed with abundant black currant aromas, this full-bodied wine is a mouthful of plum flavors. Delightfully versatile. It makes a delicious partner to a variety of foods, including red meats and rich pasta dishes. Produced and bottled by Excelsior off Route 60 in Ashton, South Africa. 14% alcohol by volume. This is nice. It really is a nice wine. It's screw cap, too, by the way. I, you know, that's not to take anything away from it, which it doesn't. But it really is a nice wine. It, it does have some nice tannin to it. It's got a great aroma, a great classic Cabernet aroma that just, you know, when you smell it, you can just sit there and continue, just continue smelling it over and over again because that classic Cabernet aroma just jumps out at you. A lot of plumminess in the nose and a lot of uh, dark fruit. Um, they say black currant. I, I can pick that up and... Uh, a little bit of berry on that in the in the nose, and then the flavors. The tannin comes out. It probably could age a little bit, although I like the tannin, so I wouldn't age it. I drink it like this when it's young. Yes, you can age wines with screw caps too, and they you know they've done experiments and they've done stuff, and they suggest they will age. Not too long. Don't overdo it if you're going to age it, but you can age wine with a screw cap. The plumminess comes out in the taste. The tannins aren't overpowering, but they're there. The acid is nice balanced. You, you don't get this explosion of acid in your mouth that you might expect from a cab. It's, it's really well balanced. So this was one of them that we had at the show, the Excelsior Cabernet Sauvignon 2017 from South Africa. It is available in the stores. It is distributed. Oh, let's see. They usually say on the bottle. Let me see if it does. Yeah. Imported by Cape Classics out of New York, New York. So it is distributed around the country. So if you're looking for a reasonably priced Cabernet from South Africa, where's my list? Let me tell you the price on it, too, because I kept my list so I can let you know how much these cost. Uh, wow, this is $8.99. Really, really cheap uh, for what you're getting there. So something to check out if you're looking for a Cabernet Sauvignon. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, i to look at my notes and... I, I was smart. I took a clipboard with me, and the clipboard had a uh, – I had my pen and everything. I had 
three people ask me if they can borrow my pen to make notes. So I, I've been there before. I know what that. Uh, okay, now here's one. Uh, Kamomi. I think that's how it's pronounced. Kamomi. C A hyphen M O M I. Kamomi wines. Kamomi Napa Cabernet. What was that? It, I hear talking in the background. Is that? Nope. No talking hmm. here. Yeah. Strange little noises in the background. Okay. Is that me echoing? Yeah, it sounds like it. it sounds like I might be echoing a little bit. Uh, but come on me. Cabernet Sauvignon. Napa Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, it, we, didn't, we didn't get one because we weren't really impressed with it. It was... It was Oh, yeah, I am echoing in the background on this. I hope it's not picking up on up. It's just my headset and not picking up on the on the sound. But hey, sound fine. Sound fine here. I don't know. Is this so. good? Okay. But then it might be just on my headset here for some reason. Uh, headset's getting old, so sometimes it does act up. But the Kamomi Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Sauvignon, it was uh, a panic, and you can taste the panic then. A little bit of acid. It was good. Uh, we didn't get one. It, I think one of the reasons was that it was it was $25, and it was one of the first ones we tasted. So we just tipped over and said, we'll come back. And then we went back to get it. Uh, it was gone. We didn't get a chance to get it. The next we tasted an Underwood Pinot Noir in a can. Now, you're always hearing about the cans, and Underwood is one of the ones that you see all the time. That's Underwood on the label, just broken down, and this is a can. And this was this surprised me. It was there was something cans in it. For the Pinot Noir, if you're looking for a Pinot Noir for your, this coming Sunday's Pinot Noir day, it would be a good way to experiment with it. Grab yourself an Underwood Pinot Noir can. But it had some nice body, some tannins. It was really quite fruity. I, the fruity flavors came out a lot on it, which I, it did surprise me how fruity it was. I don't know if it was because of the way Underwood makes it or if it was just because we had the fruitiness to it because it was in a can trying to promote that or what? I don't know. don't have an answer. But it was really surprisingly fruity and not bad. I don't have a price for it. I'm not sure what that costs. But, again, if you're looking for a Pinot Noir for Sunday with a National Pinot Noir, then that would be a good way for you to be no, I don't have it's not here at all. And let's see, what else did I taste it Number seventeen, table number seventeen was Canaris. Highway twelve. Cabernet Sauvignon. Highway twelve Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, we tasted the Highway Twelve Cabernet Sauvignon Canaris Highway Pinot Noir. Uh, the Cabernet Sauvignon was selling for $18.99 a Pinot Noir for $21.99. The Pinot Noir was, Pinot Noir was rather disappointing. 
I was really light. It didn't have the fruitiness that I expected. Uh, COVID acidic the acid quite a good acid tend to take over some of the flavors. So, but uh, that was uh, Canaris Highway in and Wap. Then the Highway 12, Cabernet Sauvignon, the same table, low on tannin, tannin. That was light off. So I wasn't impressed with either one of them, actually. I, maybe I was expecting more. When you start bringing, pouring wines from California, I would expect more to come from. And what I'm giving it to And then, the, um, what was that? Yeah. Trying to figure out. They had a couple of tables. Me. 
guests. We people come over. A lot of people don't like heavy reds, and so we've got sweet beer style Syrahs. And this is a packet juice, very flavored, enhanced chocolate. It makes a versatile partner for everything from cheeseburgers to chocolate pudding, which a sweet straw with some chocolate pudding. That that surprised me, fascinated me, made me curious. So uh, I don't know, maybe may do that. This is another product in South Africa, uh, Western Cape of South Africa. It's twelve and a half percent alcohol, and so jams are. You can find those imported throughout the country. They're, they're available there also. So the jam jar sweet syrah. This has been 2017. So that, that was available also. And that was, that was uh, $9.99. Yeah, $9.99. Yeah, $9.99. I, with different stuff. So, and then, then, uh, uh Number 10, uh, Italian blend. Oh, yeah, we had a couple of Italian blends from, uh, one of them was a, uh, uh, I'm trying to find Domaine Gavotte Rosé, which was a drier style rosé. I enjoyed it. It was it had some good flavors and good taste to it. It was a whole rosé, and that was not. That was from $17. And also they had, and I'm going to destroy this name, a Domaine de la Abru Vison CDR. This was a blend of seven different grapes. And I didn't write them all down because they didn't have them all listed on the label. They just said, this is a blend of seven grapes. It's irritating me because, hey, what are the grapes? And so I told the guys the next time, call them before you get here and write them down because people like me want to know. And uh, so, but it was it was good. It was uh, uh, not a typical red wine. It's a lot of dark fruit in it, a lot of the dark berries and stuff you pick up. It was low acid. It had a nice balance of acid, which I really enjoyed. I just really wish I knew what seven grapes were. Let me see. I don't think you want that either. Um, you tend to forget what you buy when you Yeah. 
suffering because of that. It was not real heavy on the tannins, but it didn't have enough in there to give it a good good dryness to it. The acids were a little too higher. It was a good balance for everything else, which I really enjoyed. And so uh, it uh, it was good. It was something that was uh, really enjoyable. Did we buy that? Yeah, we did. That was uh, $13.99. Got that. Also, they had an SA Red thing, which was also very nice. It uh, was a blend of six different grapes, all those things. on the list. Again, I don't know why, but it was uh, it was interesting. Then we went to a cupcake at Can Wine that they taste. Uh, the cupcake Sauvignon Blanc in a can, and that was surprisingly good. I enjoy a Sauvignon Blanc anyway. I, I stay with New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc if I want to get Sauvignon Blanc. And just partial to New Zealand's. Uh, if you're going to, you know, Monkey Bay is very good, stuff like that. Those are very nice blancs. But this cupcake, Sauvignon Blanc in a can, was, it was good. It was, it was very fruity. I mean, the fruit was almost overpowering. Uh, it was, you, you would think, is this really a wine or is this a salsa? <laughs> and it was light. It was light. I don't recall the alcohol. I didn't buy it, but I don't recall the alcohol. But I was surprised. I'm going to talk more about canned wines in a little bit here because I saw an article about how how canned wines are exploding in this country and how it's it just going crazy. Then I saw another story that's saying, well, let's put this in perspective. I will talk about both of those and tell you a little bit about canned wine. Uh, a little bit more about canned wine. We talk about canned wine a lot. Then had a a couple of wines from Chile. One of them was Castillo uh, del Diablo Red Blend. And that was very good. It uh, was dry, it was a little bit of tannin, and acid was balanced well with the tannins, but the tannins being low was, uh, you know, wasn't bringing out a lot of the tannins, so the acid balanced well with it, so there's not a lot of acid. Uh, some of uh, dark fruitiness to it, you're picking up some uh, hints of chocolate in there, which I always enjoy with the right taste. Cabernet must have, must have been one of the wines in the blend. And then we had a wine from that same table called 100 or 1,000 Stories from Simondo. And we got that one. Let's see. If, could you bring me the bottle of the 1,000 Stories? I'm sure we got that one. Where is it? Yeah. Oh, no. Here it is. Oh, no. We got the 1,000 Stories. Yeah, Bert. Bourbon barrel aged. We bought it. It's on the it's on the list here. Okay, there we go. 
tells a story, Zim, of bourbon barrel aged. California, 2016. Uh, it was batch number 050. It's actually hand-labeled batch number. Uh, this this was very good. Very, very good. I, I really enjoyed this. It was uh, uh, $17.99. But it was uh, a great example of Zimadol. Uh, dark, heavy Zimadol taste, and it, it just... I I praise it uh, because it was so good. One thousand stories, S T O R I S. Picture of a buffalo or a bison on the front. I guess bison is a better word, or buffalo considered bison. Pretty much anywhere. But uh, the bourbon barrel aids impressed me, and you can and really the flavors coming out and all that because of the bourbon barrel age really was nice. One thousand stories. Zimmendahl. And then, let's see. Uh, seven. Double check this turn. New Age Red Blend was. Uh, New Age Red Blend. This does but this New Age Red Blend uh, we had one. I don't know who it is or anything because it's not mentioned to my list. Didn't like it. It was sweet. It was light. It was deep. So I don't need to get into that anymore. If I don't remember the name or anything, I was going to check it out. And let's see. Then the next one, they had, they had tables all over the place. And they had names labels on the tables. And I started to discover that a lot of these names were not matching up like they're supposed to. There was long numbers on it. So it screwed up my numbering system compared to list is. And so I sat down and tried to correct everything. And I some of my kind fit wine. Cabernet Sauvignon. F I T fit vine. V I N Cabernet Sauvignon. Fit vine Cabernet Sauvignon was nice. It uh, was Nice tanny Cabernet Sauvignon. It had the classic dark fruit, uh, a hint of chocolate in the nose, which, uh, again, I love that coming out in a cab. It was uh, the tannins were a little bit low, but it was well balanced with the acid. And it overall, very nice wine. Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, fourteen ninety nine. Yes, grab one of those too. Um, nice wine. And then the Liberty School Cabernet Sauvignon, public national distributors country Liberty School Cabernet. Um, it was uh, again uh, the tannins were there, but not overpowering. None of these wines were wine. Oh, the wine. I told you the price is going to change. The Liberty School was $14.98. None of the wines we tasted had a lot of the heavy tannins in it. All of them were lighter strong. I think it's because they were not trying to show people real heavy, dark reds that are going to be aging. Also, most of those 
tend to cost more money, and so they're not going to taste those either. So that was another another thing why we didn't have a whole lot of heavy goods that they, they had available. The uh, livery school was good. A dark, wine, tannic, acidic, uh, ageful wine, you know, down for six years. It would probably age you know, nicely for six years. It aged properly. The dark fruit, fruit aromas, and taste in it. I was quite impressed with the uh, school cab. And uh, we got one of those two. $14.98 was the cost on that. And it it was well worth it. I, I just one of my one of my favorites of these. And then let's see, Ferrari Merlot. It was very disappointing all the way through. I I didn't like it. There's no tannin, no acid, not a lot of flavor, no aroma. I just I I throw my glasses for that. It wasn't like they just opened it. I mean, the glass, the bottle was half empty by the time we got to it. And so it should have had plenty of time to sit there and open up on the aroma. It did not. So uh, I, I was really, the Ferrari Merlot, really quite, quite disappointed. Then we had an opportunity to taste, which we have before, the conundrum. White and conundrum red. I like conundrum. I always like the conundrum white. I never have had the red. That's been one that uh, I just never have noticed, but we have the conundrum red now. The conundrum, C O N N D R U M. I highly recommend conundrum white because it's, it's a blend, it's got some nice flavors. This is the conundrum white. It's the 20% that they have out now. It's uh, $18.99. They dropped down. It was up to $23.95. Uh, oh, about three years ago, and they dropped it down. Quite a bit, $5 different. So if you have never had the conundrum, it's worth it. It's worth the, uh, the cost to pick one up. Because once you've had that, it's a great white blend, and it's one that you will not be disappointed. And then we had, throughout this, I'm going to do this quickly, but throughout this, we had some food tables. So we had a few things to eat. And uh, obviously, each table had a little basket of um, bread that was cut up and little squares or not little squares, but uh, it was French one that was sliced up and quartered. And, uh, and we also, you know, that water there to rinse out and things like that. So it was like just taste, taste, taste. And we also tried some whiskeys and some uh, different types. They had vodka. They had a couple of whiskeys there. They had some... Uh, bourbon, they had uh, uh, rum, uh, just a whole bunch of different things like that. They had spirits, if you see wine and spirits. So they had a bunch of different spirits there. And so we tasting that between some of these wines, which I always said, oh, we should not have 
done that. But uh, the one of our favorites, we picked up a bourbon uh, called Devil's River Bourbon Whiskey. It is a small pack whiskey. It is from uh, uh, Texas. It's a Texas whiskey. And we were really, really quite impressed with the uh, Texas bourbon, Devil's River whiskey. Is we, we both just loved it. They uh, they were serving it, putting it with um, different um, blends of, of fruits, cocktails, and stuff like that. And you know, told the guy, you know, don't ruin it. Just try, it. tasted it straight, and it was just smooth. It was a great. Great bourbon whiskey, so we had to get one of those. Also, I picked up a bottle of Jameson Irish whiskey, which is a, a, a single malt Irish whiskey, which is very good. Uh, the Devil's Bourbon is twenty six ninety nine, Jameson twenty four ninety nine. Uh, well worth, well worth it. Both. both. Then let's see what else did we have? Uh, Sangiovese uh, had a chance to taste a Sangiovese, which was uh, really, really quite pleasant. Low acid, uh, some nice fruitiness to it, a uh, low tannin, and uh, just a very nice uh, Sangiovese. Uh, I'm not I'm not Italian, a Spanish Sangiovese. We also had a Primitivo. Which is a Zimbardo, a Spanish primitivo. Uh, good acid, good tannins, nice dry fruit. It was a good one. It was, it was surprising to me, though, the I know the Zimbardo smell. I enjoyed the Zimbardo smell. I've had it for years and I enjoy it. And primitivo was. It didn't give me that aroma. I was going, oh, where is it? Where is it? The taste was there and the aftertaste and all that. But I was getting a not the classic Zimadol aroma. It was a little bit different aroma. So, uh, yeah, I, I was I, I was glad I tried it. We didn't get one, but uh, uh, it was good. And then we tried a pepper pot. Which was a major blend, uh, one of those too, $14.99. And this was a blend, and one of the reasons I got it, because it's just such a big blend. 60% Syrah, uh, which the Syrah carried, but the Syrah wasn't pronounced, the Carignan had 14%. And it's almost like you can taste more of the Carignan than you could the Syrah. It's just for some reason, it just seemed like Carignan took over. 11% tannin, 7% 5% Senso, and 3% Grenache. So it was, uh, um, well, regular pepper pot, hence the name, I suppose. But it was very good. We picked up one of those. That was 14 So we had a, had a good time. Had a good time doing the tasting. Uh, I got to talk to quite a few people. I realized while I was there that I do not have an all about wine this car is carried with me, which is, which is really sad. I'm going to have some printed up. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, um, but we're going to get started. I also had an opportunity 
uh, there was a guy there that was uh, pouring wine using the um, oh geez this is sad um, Corbin Corbin you know the one where you poke the the needle down into the cork and you pour it out and then you pull the needle out of the cork and it the wine fresh as the day it was bottled, and you never you never really open the bottle. You just push this down into the cork every time you want it. And so I was uh, got a chance to see that work, and he, he poked it down in the bottle and he poured the glass of wine. And you know, I just honestly I can't even remember what the wine was because we were talking about Corvette, and I mentioned to him that we had discussed the Corvette on all about wine in the past. I told him about the, the show, and he goes, would you like a guest? And I said, I would love a guest. So he gave me his business card and email address and all that. I'm going to get in touch with him and find out when it's free because uh, he's representative of the court, and so he may be tied up on you know different days, you know, so well, I don't know. But he's going to be a guest on the show in the future, and then tell us all about the Corbin uh, pour, I guess, opener. I don't know what you call the thing, but that's coming up in the future there. So it was a good time. Enjoyed it a lot, and uh, it was uh, get a chance. I say this, and I will say it again. Never get a chance to go to any way, shape, or form. Something like we did on this uh, at ABC or any type of wine tasting, a variety or anything, do it. Check your local papers. There are stuff going on all the time. And it is well worth the time and effort to go do that. Take notes. Take notes. Take notes. I emphasize that. Take notes. You don't, uh, you don't remember. Take notes. And so that that was fine. I was just going to discuss this. The time is, you know, it took me longer to tell you about that than I thought. But I was going to tell you that I was sitting on my can wine. I had a couple of can wines and the cupcake can wines. It was funny. I was in line and there was a girl behind me uh, or next to me and she said something about it. Oh, can wine. She said, does it taste like a can? And I said, no. They've got the linings and they got everything on this, so it doesn't taste like a can. It's just a special lining on the inside. So it keeps it fresh and all that. And I said, it's a good wine to take to the beach or anywhere where they won't allow bottles. And she tried it, and she said, oh, this is pretty nice. And yeah, it is. I think once people try a canned wine, they will find it is really nice. I it's you're not going to find high end. It's going to happen in canned wines, and if they do start making high end wines in canned wines, then I think I'm going to disagree with that strongly because canned wines shouldn't have high end wines, and they should have something that like that you can take to places like the beach or uh, on a picnic or something, and not have to worry about the bottle. And the cans are recyclable, so you know, keep that. But wine packaged differently. Consumers 
containing boxes and other packages alternative. And it says again, canned wine became the fastest growing segment in the U.S. in 2016, seeing triple digit growth year after year. And they're, they're rather They come in different sizes. Uh, 250 milliliter cans. There are in 375 milliliter cans. They come in four packs of 375. And it's it's very, very popular. Very, very popular. They are very expensive. The four pack of a Yes Way Rosé is selling for $16.99 for a four pack. And 375. I have four 375 cans, so it's like uh, two bottles for 16.99, which is still pretty cheap. But it's, you know, I think for cans, they should bring it down a little bit. But can wines are, are extremely popular. You're hearing about the double growth and triple digit growth and all that can wines. I found an article. I want to read you a couple of lines here. Oh, somebody just popped in. Uh, it's, it's talking about how many out in Bridge Lane is another one here that's out. And it, this article out of uh, Wine Searcher is talking about let's put this in perspective. All right. The looking at the Nielsen data is instructive. It says according to recent uh, according to the research giant, sales of canned wine enjoyed impressive growth in the U.S. of 77.5% in the past 12 months. That's corning around $80 million in the market. But as impressive as that is, you have to put it in context to the ready-to-drink alcoholic market overall. 77.5% is big, but it is dwarfed by hard seltzers, which grew by 193% over the same period, and malt-based cocktails, which grew by 574% over the same period. So while $80 million is a year, it amounts to only 0.11%. Of the U.S. is seventy billion dollars. So yes, it is growing. Can wines are growing, but when you start putting it in perspective with other ones, it's still very, very small market there. Very, very small market. And I'm sure it's it, you know, get bigger and all that stuff, but it is not exploding as much as well as much as the can market likes you to think. If you haven't had a can of wine, uh, share with some friends. Pick up a four-pack and share with some friends. It's good. It's There's some good wine out there in the can. Just another alternative to the package. You don't expect anything phenomenal because there shouldn't be anything phenomenal in a can of wine. If you're making something phenomenal, throw a bottle. Don't throw it in a can. And... Uh, but enjoy the canned wines. And like I say, pick yourself up a Pinot Noir for this Sunday, National Pinot Noir Day. And, uh, so that was my that was last week. 
uh, for me, all the wine we tried and all that. And, uh, it was fun. It was, uh, it was a, a fun outing. So how many wines did you taste at uh, ABC Liquor? Did we taste? Uh, let me look and count up the list here. I didn't look at it that way. How many did we taste? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, three, twenty-three wines plus some uh, uh, um, uh, bourbon and some uh, whiskeys and a couple of scotches. So, but it's just it's you know. And again, we they had food vendors there, so we did, you know, do our food vendors and all that. Yeah, twenty-three months. Uh, wow, that's a that's a pretty big tasting. Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. Spread, spread out over two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, and just a small. I mean, you know, I say taste definitely. It's not glasses of wine. It's you know, I, some people gave us a, a bigger pour than they should. You know, we, we dump those out. And sometimes um, my engineer went with me. She would have a core of something, I'd have a core of something, and then we would share. But we actually, actually tasted 22 different wines. Would well, they actually give you a, a presentation on it? Like, like uh, I don't think yeah, anybody could, were, could match your presentation, but would, would they well, do something similar to what you did? If they were slow, if they had the time, they would talk about it. They would tell us about it a little bit. But then, as eating warm, I guess about by 7.30, the place was just packed. You, you couldn't get up and down the hill. When we went in there, they said, grab yourself a buggy and go around and do anything. Well, we, you can't. You can't push a buggy around the floor. It's just impossible. Uh, it's going to get in the way Well, 
went back later, and she must have sold all six of them. She wasn't there. So we uh, we missed out on that one. But, uh, uh, no, to answer your question about tasting, we didn't have time. Some of the people weren't knowledgeable. Those who were tried to talk to us. The house would come up and want to try something. And so they would talk to them for a couple of minutes. And it, it wasn't... It, it it wasn't really informative. The best way to do something like that is, you know, like I said, copy down and make notes, and then you can look up the websites and stuff. If you could. Or just buy the wines and look up the websites. But they tell you a little bit. Okay. Well, sounds interesting anyway. Um, and I've seen this. I've seen the, you know, sometimes they'll advertise on their, um, on the side of the building or on on the the billboard that they have. You know, ABC Liquors. It'll say uh, wine tasting and then a certain date or tonight or something. Whatever whatever the the plan has been. I always wondered what they do. Um, you know, because I'm I'm more used to wine tasting at a winery, not at a liquor store. <laughs> and you know, right. like do they do they are they informed about what they're selling or, or trying to tell you about, or is it just, you know, here's a bottle, look at the color and, and there you go. You know, it's, what are you taking? Some of them are that way. Know? Yeah. Mm. Some of them are that way. Some mm. of them are knowledgeable. Some ABCs do like the, there, there's an ABC in Hudson, uh, Florida that does a wine tasting every, every week. I'm, I'm not sure what day it is, but they do one every week. And they, they pick out some wines and they do it there. I don't know how much it costs, but they do. But then the big ones, like the big ones that we went to and we've been to, are, you know, they cost more. They have food vendors and all that other stuff a lot of representatives. So, uh, you know, but a lot of them are not informed. A lot of the people are just poor. Like some of these ones I told you about were from distributors. Distributors were there, and so it was a representative from the distributor that was uh, pouring the wine. And it wasn't that they weren't informed; they did have a little bit of knowledge, but not a whole lot more than you can read off the back of some of the bottles. You know. Yeah. Okay. It was fun. Or, it was, uh, it was fun. Uh, yeah. or something. Anyone get a chance to do it? Do it. Yeah. But sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of wine to taste, that's for sure. Uh, it is a lot of wine. Yeah, I got, if I got my money's worth. Yeah. yeah, very good. Um, okay, well, we are uh, past 8 o'clock by about six minutes, and I guess uh, we can um, close down this one for this week, and it's good to be back. Uh, we missed last week because, as you heard, uh, he had a, yeah. a wine taste. And we just heard all about that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And um sounds like a good deal. Um we will be back next Thursday, August the twenty second, uh, for our next live show. So we hope you will join us then. And uh we are on Blog Talk Radio uh still as well, <laughs> as always. Yeah. And uh, we We've added uh, Facebook Live, and uh, so we're on our Facebook page uh, doing the live show, and uh, hopefully that will uh, continue. So far, it's it's for our two shows, it's been pretty good. So um, let us know yeah. what you think. You can go to the All About Wine BTR page on Facebook and uh, send us your comments that way, or you can always email Ron AllAboutWine101 at gmail.com. 
And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And, you know, if um, you want to be a guest or uh, you're in the industry or you're, you're uh, knowledgeable in, in anything that we've talked about, then, uh, yes, please join us. Uh, we, we make the call to you. Uh, we can use Skype or we can use uh, the phone, whatever is convenient for you, and bring you onto the show. And uh, Ron will be here and uh, just ask you some of the uh, – pretty much the basic questions we've been asking since 2009 and uh, That's pretty right. easy stuff. You know, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not anything, uh, how far are we from Mars right now? You know, it's nothing out of the, no, no, we're not going to <laughs> no, we're not gonna get to it. And it's a good way to advertise your products. And, uh, we're, we're sitting on, uh, two, 200 and I forgot what the last total was, but over 220,000, listeners over the years so uh worldwide it's, wow. it's a good format so join us and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll be on there i want to give a quick shout out now to uh becky who was uh sent, who sent a, a quick hi and a wave on the uh, comment section of uh, the live live show on facebook thank you very much and uh kathy joined and uh, thank you very much i did see that as well so um we uh, will go ahead and close it down and uh, say thank you all for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. And um, we'll see you all next Thursday, August the 22nd on uh, All About Wine. And uh, thank you very Don't much. Don't forget, uh, Sunday, Pinot Noir Day. Oh, and, yes. Yep. You know, yeah, Sunday, I cannot tell you. I can do to work. I, I would oh. not be able to do that. It would not be a good well, idea. you can get it in a can and take it with you in a can. <laughs> And then they want to know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you all next week. <laughs> Be safe out there. We'll see you next week. <laughs> this concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on the show, visit the show website at 